Welcome to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Join the podcast mogul Phil Better as he interviews successful entrepreneurs that make their living in the digital world. Now, let's join your host, Phil Better, and his special guest today on Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Welcome to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. This is season five. You know it's the number one podcast for entrepreneurs across the world. Uh, before we jump into my guests, I do need to let you know the book is live. The book that I use to launch Lloyd Ross's Money Grows on Trees podcast, Donko podcast. That's number one in Macedonia. Sweet buzz with the gen leader himself. And of course, all my other podcasters in my group that I have helped monetize their podcast, this book will teach you. So if you're interested in the show notes, there's the link to go buy it. Go ahead and click buy. And before you know, you get an email with that book. It's an ebook, so it's simple to read. It's packed full of value for you. Now, enough of me selling stuff to you because that's not what you're interested in. You're interested in learning it from the comeback coach himself, Richard Kaufman. Richard, welcome to the show. What's up, my brother? How are you doing today? I am doing fantastic. We we talked a little before we went live here and how I was running hard and you were telling me that I need to take some time to recharge my batteries and how you recharge your batteries is letting your phone die and then you go play some video games, which I love. By the way, I love that idea. So, And I told you I'm going to do it as well. So thank you for giving that, teaching me how to recharge my batteries as well. So thank you. Well, you know, we can't pour from an empty cup. So we have to recharge our batteries before we can help anybody else. That's right. That's right. So Richard, you have lived a very, uh, I've been a guest on your podcast, the vertical, uh, movement. I'm not, yep. I'm, I'm, yeah, okay, good. I didn't want to mess up that. That's the last thing I want to insult my guests by telling the wrong podcast name. Um, so the Vertical Movement podcast, I was a guest on. It was a lot of fun. And then you, you, uh, I wanted you on my podcast, season five. So why don't you give us a little bit of an introduction? Tell us a bit about your, your life story and how you came from where you were to where you are now. All right. Uh, before we get started, you definitely need to pick up his book. Um, I'm ordering mine this afternoon because I just love knowledge. So I'm getting the book. So if I'm getting it, you need to get it. Uh, I'm... I'm the, the guy that, in the mail, by the way, <laughs> I'm the guy that your mother warned you about. Um, I was that guy that would always get in trouble, would always get arrested, would always get locked up, um, got thrown out of the military once, got back in, was about to be thrown out a second time. But 9-11 saved my life. And we can go into that later if you want. Yeah. And uh, now my goal is just to help people that are struggling, whether it's in life, whether it's in business, just to find, let them know that they're not alone and to let them know that there's people out there like me and you, that if you're struggling with something, if we don't have the answers for you, we'll get the answers for you, but you're never alone. So that's my goal in life is to let people know that they're, they're never alone ever again. That's, that is a great mission. Cause I think with the last few years, a lot of people have felt that they're all by themselves. They don't have anybody to support them. You know, we were, we're we changed from being a generation or well, a world where it was all analog. We, we were, we needed to meet face to face and we, our social circles, our network was just based on our location. And then we got slammed with the internet and then fast forward, uh, like at least the internet's what, 40 years old now, I think it was that and now our like we have Facebook, which is like 15 years old. Now we have Twitter. We have we're inundated with our 
our social circles reaching from across the world. Like we're right now talking in from two different countries. You're in the States. I'm in Canada. I've talked with guests all across the world. So knowing that there's someone like you, a comeback coach there to help us and be there for anybody who feels alone. It's, it's a great, great position. Now I want to go into nine 11 and how that saved you. Like you got dismissed from the military, which for some people would be like, life ending they would just go you know what screw this but you were like no i'm gonna try something and you you tried it again because you knew you needed obviously you needed help and or structure or something like that something was drawing you to the military yeah and so how did 9-11 save you from being kicked out of the military the well time? where i'm sitting right now um if you go outside and sit on my front steps i'm actually overlooking where the twin towers once stood oh. i we see where the um, the new tw- the new tower is. So we all knew people that were in the towers that day, and um, I was in the South Carolina National Guard. Like I said, about to be thrown out of the military for a second time. And as I'm watching it unfold, knowing that I know people that are in those buildings that are not coming home, and here I am, I take life. I was taking life for granted. I was taking, um, you know, that I'm in the military, you know, but here I am. I'm helpless. I can't help anybody. And I couldn't help myself. So as I'm watching this um, on TV, right next to the TV is all my stuff that I have to turn in because I'm being thrown out of the military for a second time. And something just happened to me. Um, I just literally uh, crumbled into my couch crying um, because I felt helpless that I can't help anybody and I couldn't help myself. So I cried out to the Lord. I asked for help. I said, if you give me a second, I've had like thousands of chances. I said, just give me one more chance to, uh, I want to dedicate the rest of my life to helping people that can't help themselves like on that day. And uh, I called my company commander, my first sergeant, which we're still friends today, this day. And they decided to keep me because they seen something different in me. And I finished with over over 23 years in the National Guard. Um, I would have done 30, but I got hurt on duty. So they had to medically retire me. But 9-11, you know, the person I was that I got up on that Tuesday morning was not the same person that went to bed that Tuesday night. That whole day just changed me. So that, that was your, because I'm finding speaking with entrepreneurs like yourself, um, over a hundred interviews have done so far that everybody has that moment. There's just a moment in their life that just switches. They go from being just a, either a nine to fiver or just, just going through life, just motion through life to being an entrepreneur and changing the direction and the course of their life. It's like that. Like I, I just recently finished watching Loki. I'm a huge Marvel fan. And it's like, there's that epicenter, that moment, that variation that will happen to you. For me, it was my burnout in 2020 that changed me. I was like, I'm never going to go back to working nine to five for the rest of my life. I have one year to get out. And I did it uh, before one year, which is a, is an amazing accomplishment. Um, but yours was that, yours is probably one of the more traumatic, I would say, experiences because you had a direct connection to those towers. Like I remember watching 9-11 unfold and I was in grade 10 and because I'm so young, <laughs> but- Excuse me. 
yeah, yeah, you know, I was in grade, you're actively serving in the military. I'm just in grade 10, you know, I'm like just punk ass 17 year old. Um, also just flowing through life because I didn't know any better. And I thought 9-11 was a joke when I first heard it because who would attack the United States? Like I heard, like I know Japan did, but it wasn't, the U.S. wasn't the U.S. as it is today. Like the U.S. back then, yeah, they were a big power, but they weren't the power. World War II cemented your guys, uh, the U.S. as a superpower. So hearing that the Pentagon got hit, not the Twin Towers, and there was a third plane that was brought down, that kind of changed me because it made me realize the world isn't what the safe place that I was brought up in. Now, you directly being connected with people in the 9-11, uh, in the Twin Towers, fighting in the military, knowing that there is a chance now that you may have to go uh, overseas and serve. I can only imagine how you sh- that your whole life just shifted. Like you, you said, you cried in your couch. Yeah, like you just crumpled in and cried. Yeah. And your co- even your company commander and the the other commanders in the, in the the squad or however the military is based. I don't know the names, unfortunately. They realized that there was a change in you. Yeah, and I think every entrepreneur kind of goes through that. When you were medically retired because of the injury. What was the next step? Like you've just finished 23 years. You've served your country proudly. What was the next step for you when you got out? Like, how did you decide to become the comeback coach? Well, unfortunately, um, while I was, cause I got ran over by a Humvee. It ran over my head. Um, that's why I'm blind. So if you, I need these big goofy glasses to be able to, <laughs> but I'm 80% blind. And the military, obviously, if you can't shoot, they don't need you. Yeah. So they um, retired me out. But in between the time I got hurt and between they, between the time that they they threw me out, I mean, medically retired, retired you, uh, was a year and a half. So I still had to go to drill every month. And what I would do, I started uh, picking up books and started reading because I was in a bad mental space. And I started reading uh, books on self-development and a gentleman named Gary Vaynerchuk. Oh, love Gary V. V um, kept his name kept coming up. So, um, and we'll, we'll talk about that uh, later when I got, he's the one that got me into entrepreneurship, but um, it's coming up on um, nine years. I think tomorrow was uh, they, they told me I was no, no longer Sergeant Kaufman. And I, you know, I spent 23 years building up the reputation of being the ultimate soldier and the best that I can be and to have that taken away from me. And, uh, that was the day that I attempted suicide, but thank God it didn't go through. Um, and so that was another part of my journey, which the journey could have ended, but I think God had other ideas. Wow. Yeah. That, that is, I, I can understand like you, you, you 23 of your 23 years of your life going into, like you said, building this Sergeant Kaufman being the ultimate soldier. And just then within a blink of the eye going, you're no longer that like, who are you? Your identity kind of has been stripped away. And the fact, obviously I I'm thankful that uh, the suicide attempt did not go through because you have so much to uh, give to the world. Uh, with your story about how you overcame the adversity, like changing your whole identity, going from one person that you you were 
planning on going for the rest of your life, retiring, you know, retiring as Sergeant Kaufman or eventually uh, maybe a higher rank. And then having that kind of like stripped away from you, how that that is insane. Like, I don't know how I would have felt having my kind of like someone ripped away, like you are no longer the podcast mogul. You're never allowed to touch podcasts again. You can't do anything in the podcasting world. I don't know what I would do. And I've only been the podcast mogul for the last six years. Well, last year, really, but six years I've been in the industry. So it, it got me really down and it got me down and depressed because like you said, you know, here I was, everything was Sergeant Kaufman, you know, my whole life was built around the military and now it got ripped away from me. And, you know, like I said, I survived the suicide attempt. And, but now this whole time, now the comeback coach was, was starting. The early stages. Because even though I was in an, in the military, I was still in the national guard. So, but I was still running a million dollar a year company. I was running a million dollar a year general nutrition center. So I was still hanging out with athletes from the NFL major league baseball, WWE and NBA. And I helped a lot of them come back from injuries with their health and their supplementation. And a lot of it, that's where the comeback coach started, but how it officially started was, like I said, I kept hearing about Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary Vaynerchuk. And I'm like, who the hell is this dude? And to find out his father has a liquor store like 20 minutes from my house. So I called his father's liquor store. I'm like, hey, when's Gary going to be there? And he's like, uh, he's coming to visit next Wednesday. So I shot down there that Wednesday and got a meeting with him. And we sat and talked for like, you know, 10 or 15 minutes. And if you pay, if you watch any Gary's videos, some of his older stuff, he actually has a wounded warrior baseball cap. That's my mine that's hanging up in his office. That's awesome. I have to, I am definitely now going to be scouring his old stuff because I'm a huge Gary V fan. And just the simple fact that I now have someone that's actually met him and had a meeting with him. For me, that's mind blown over here. Um, it's just one step closer to my goal of actually having him on the podcast. Now I know a secret. Maybe just when next time I'm in New York, find out when he's at his dad's liquor store. <laughs> you know, I mean, sometimes, you know, you don't, sometimes you don't know better. So that's what I did. And then, you know, I said, Gary, I said, you know, I'm not leaving here without you giving me a nugget, a golden nugget of information. <laughs> and he says, make yourself a hashtag. And I didn't know what he meant. So he asked me a little bit about my past and how I help people come back and how I've come back from drug addiction, alcoholism, homelessness, PTSD, a traumatic brain injury, now blindness. He said, hey, you're the comeback coach. And it was like, bam. So now what I did, every post that I've ever done since then has that hashtag, the comeback coach. So now people can find me everything that I'm doing with just one hashtag. And it's free. So there, there's something that Gary taught me that I'm teaching you. I love it. I, I So I've been, I used a hashtag long ago when I was uh, probably six, seven years ago when I was trying to get on some TV shows using hashtag team feel better. I think I'm going to bring back the hashtag team feel better because it has, it plays on words. You know, you it's team making you feel better, but also it's my name feel better. So I think I'm going to do that. But also the hashtag podcast mogul is, I think I'm going with both. I like it. My God, Gary V just dropped the biggest nugget of life. 
on here about personal branding and it's like actually having a, a hashtag like his hashtag is gary v you know his he has so many stuff coming up but i i that is an amazing story i actually have a a chat with a guy who helped his father's liquor store go from 3 million to like, I think 60 million or something like that. Yep. But not and, only that. And the funny thing is he would, the whole time he was making the store, that kind of money, he never drew more than $60,000 a year. Yeah. And he was driving a Jeep, um, a Jeep Wrangler, mm -hmm. even though he was making 60 million a year. Think about that. How many people would be taking pictures with Lambos and mansions nowadays? Yeah. He, he was smart. He reinvested his money into himself, his learning, his brand, going to coaches like you, the comeback coach or, you know, other coaches who can help him build business. But this guy is he just tries and tries and he doesn't care if he fails because he at least learned something. And I think that's the greatest lesson he teaches. And you have to invest in yourself. If you don't invest in yourself, you know, like I wear my brands, you yeah. know, I wear my brands. Why should I wear Nike? when I wear my brand, when That's I'm at, right. I wear, I wear nothing but my brand. You know, why should I put money in the pockets of Nike Adidas when, you know, our brands should be out there. And a lot of people don't realize that you are your brand. You know what I mean? God damn it. The comeback coach is hitting us with some golden nuggets as his own. The is, next Gary is, V over here. Is, is basketball big in Canada? We have the Toronto Raptors, so somewhat big. It's not as hockey's bigger in uh, in Canada than uh, basketball because we have all teams. Michael, Michael Jordan popular in Canada? Yeah, it, it, he's Michael Jordan. Uh, anybody who's a sports fan knows Michael Jordan. Like he's iconic. So picture this: you're putting you you turn on the TV today. Michael Jordan walks out wearing Adidas sweatsuit and Adidas sneakers. How many people would lose their minds because he is he he pretty much is Air Jordan. Yeah, he, he's he's Nike. Like Nike. Nike cannot go further without him. So if he is your, you know, he is the Nike brand, what is your brand? Do you have a brand? If you don't have a brand, then you have an issue. I love it. It's hitting, 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 hitting. Um, Richard, I want to get into your why. Like, why did you start to be the comeback coach? Why did you start wanting to help others uh, transform their life so that they could move on to the next stage of their life, if you will. All right. Cause, um, and I'm going to talk about this in a little bit, but the reason why I wear a hat, I want you to ask me later why I, I will I'll, I'll, mark it down, ask hat, but, um, you know, once I came through all everything I was going through, I realized that in each part of my, each downturn in my life, there was somebody there, another man in my life to um, lift me up or, you know, take the arrows from me when I was still weak and help me up. You know, even like I, I got arrested one time and um, the guy that I robbed actually saved my butt, if I should say, from going to jail for five years for grand larceny. And if it wasn't for him, I would have a record. I would be a felon. And he saved my, pretty much saved me. And, you know, I had uncles in the past that are past now, you know, they've always been mentors for me if I would have listened, mm -hmm. but I didn't listen, obviously. So now I want to be that guy where if you're struggling with addiction, if you're struggling with mental health issues, if you're struggling in your podcast, or your business, whatever you're struggling with, I got you. 
I got your six. I got your back. Um, if I don't have the answers, I'm going to find the answers for you. But you never have to be alone in, again. And that's why I decided to, you know, because, you know, one thing, um, Gary, anything he's ever said, um, I say this on every podcast, um, your legacy will always be more valuable than your currency. And I try to live every day, at, you know, whatever I do, is it going to hurt my legacy or is it going to help my legacy? So everything I do is legacy, you know, and, and not not in a vain way. No. But like when I die, I want people to, you know, first of all, I want people to show up <laughs> to make sure that I am dead. Yeah. I want people to say, you know what? That guy, Rich, you know, there was a time I was struggling and I almost blew my brains out. But he, he texted me and he, just to make sure I was OK. And if I, I can get that. that, then that's the kind of legacy I want to build, that I'm the guy that if you need somebody, he's there for you. Man, I love it. I love it. It's it, it, it's something that I, with my podcast, because I've, uh, as the podcast mogul, I have dozens of podcasts. I want to leave my stamp. I want to share knowledge. This is why I started Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast and the Invest in Yourself brand. It was to leave a legacy so that I know that my future grandkids, if they will, if they go into the nine to five and they want to be an entrepreneur, whatever, they know that grandpa Phil, you know, he has 17,000 seasons speaking with hundreds of thousands of entrepreneurs that they can learn from and they can listen to it and they can see the evolution of how I went from not being an entrepreneur to being an entrepreneur, to being a mogul or whatever it is that comes in the future. So I really, really do enjoy this thought of legacy. And I, th I don't think enough entrepreneurs and people think about their legacy. They're so stuck in the moment and they can't see the forest beyond the trees. Like, like you said, when you nearly committed suicide, you were so stuck and you, you didn't see what was the greatness that was just in front of you. Like you ran a multi-million dollar company. And the thing is, you know, I tell everybody, you know, you know, a lot of people say, you know, you're this, you're that. And I'm like, I'm just a junkie that got lucky. You know, I, I only have a ninth grade education, you know, but I've read over 5,000 books in my life, um, investing in myself. So I was, I'm only a ninth grade education, but I was running a multi-million, a million dollar a year company. So, uh, you know, for people that are out there, if you're listening to this, whether you're doing your first episode of your podcast, your episode 10 just stick with it. Um, it's not where you're from. It's where you end up at. So, you know, don't quit. Whatever you're doing, just keep going and invest in yourself. And like you talk about, you know, legacy, that's why I wrote my book. You know, so my daughter, my nine-year-old daughter, when she gets older, she can read my book and find out, you know, what, what daddy was really like when he was a kid and the struggles that he went through and how much he loved me enough not to commit suicide that day, you know? That's well, that, that's a huge thing. Like leaving that legacy for your daughter, you know, not a lot of people think like I'm learning stuff about my father um, that I never knew uh, when I was younger. Cause growing up, your parents usually kind of like keep certain aspects of their life off to the side because they don't want to negatively influence you or give me a second. Sorry. It's garbage day. <laughs> um, 
they don't want to negatively influence you. They want to provide a positive inf- a positive environment for you because it's 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 your child. You want to bring the child to the best and make them the best they are. But having this book when they're old enough and they're ready enough to learn about all these struggles and all these events that happened and that transpired in your life, um, it's a good thing. And I'm I'm definitely going to be picking up your book uh, as you pick up mine. Yeah, um, funny. Like my daughter was like, "Hey, daddy, it's you. You're on YouTube." I was like, oh no, you can't watch that. Yeah, we're gonna look at Daddy later on YouTube. Let's wait till you're uh you're you you've experienced some life first. Uh yeah, she said that yesterday. Daddy, you're on YouTube. I'm like, no, no, don't watch that. You that's know? not daddy. That's not daddy. Uh that's uh, that's daddy's twin brother. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um Richard, you mentioned before jumping in about our brands and you always wearing your brand. You mentioned your hat. Yeah. Now your hat. Gary V has a uh, has a hat of yours, and you you wanted me to bring up the hat again. So, what is it about the hat? Now, I've been on. I've actually been on it to be on a top five podcast in the world, and I told and they said, "Well, you cannot wear your hat." And I told them, "Well, I cannot appear. I'm sorry, I will not be there." And they're like, "Wait, you're going to turn it down?" And I'm like, "Yeah, on principle. Um, it's not because I'm going bold, obviously." You got the same kind of haircut I got, so we're good there. But about six years ago, when I first, you know, started to help people struggling, um, me and my wife went to go see the movie, um, not Lone Survivor, I'm sorry, American Sniper. Mm -hmm. And it got me so um, emotionally involved that when I got home, I got in touch with uh, Chris's wife, Chris Kyle, which was the American sniper. I got in touch with him. And Chris, if you guys don't know, I'm going to give you a quick breakdown. Chris Kyle was the the most popular, the best sniper we've ever had in the military, but he lost his life um, to another soldier that was struggling with PTSD. Yeah. So he did a lot to help soldiers with PTSD as well. He was a great, not only an American hero in the war, uh, in the military, but outside of it as well. He was a, an amazing individual. So I got home and sometimes my wife says, you know, my balls are bigger than my brain sometimes. (laughs) So I, uh, I actually got in touch with the, the Kyle family and I told his wife, I said, you know, Chris, um, gave his life to help others. And I'm giving, trying to do the same thing. So every time I go on a podcast, I'm going to wear a hat in honor of Chris Kyle and more symbolically, just to let people know that there's people like me, there's people like Phil that are out there willing to take the bullets and take the arrows for you until you can get back on your feet. You're not alone. You don't have to be alone. And that's why I do it just to be symbolic and just to let people never forget Chris, but just for people to know that they don't have to be alone there. You know, me and you are, we're out there and we're willing to take the arrows until people can get strong enough to stand on their own. I love it. I love it. And it it is a great story. And I, I love the, the symbolism behind it. You're, you're sharing the story. So like that isn't like people ask, why do you always wear the hat? And you can go into the Chris Kyle story, promote this fact that uh, the Kyle family did so much and is doing so much for soldiers coming out of the military. Cause unfortunately there isn't a lot of support from, 
the VA and all that. And it's unfortunate. I, 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 I do come from a family with some World War II veterans. My grandparents were, both my grandfathers uh, were in the war effort. One, unfortunately, due to arthritis, couldn't go over, but he was helping uh, here at home. And then my other grandfather, who actually fought and landed uh, on the beaches of Normandy um, during the invasion. So I understand, and I have a huge respect for anybody in the military. And, and the fact that you have that hat representing being a symbol for Chris, uh, for the Kyle family and all the amazing stuff that he's done. I, I take my, if I had a hat, I would take it off uh, but it's also, to you. You know, it's part of my brand, you know, mm-hmm. so, like if they, they see me out and they're like, wait a minute, where's your hat? Yeah. There's a Canadian guy. His name, um, his name is Peter can C A N C A N N. He, um, actually he helps. He does laugh, laughter, meditation. And like Ooh. I said, Canada, but he wears a red derby hat and now he's become known for wearing that red derby hat. And I don't know if country music is big in Canada, but Tim, in certain McGraw, sections. Tim McGraw always wears his hat. He's known for his hat. So I think, you know, that's it, it became part of my brand. So now it's something that I have to do because people expect it now. Hey. Look at that. It's part of your brand. It started off as an honor. Now it's part of your brand. And now it's something that people can recognize you. Um, We're going to finalize with two two questions before we jump off and give you the screen to uh, let everybody know where they can find you. But first, what piece of advice would you have for someone starting in the entrepreneur world? Uh, Well, since we're talking, you know, podcasts, because that's where I'm doing, that's where I'm, I'm doing most of my work now have over 350 episodes um, on the Vertical Momentum podcast. Um, you And my, my wife made fun of me because I did a post last week. And the post said, you don't know what you don't know. So hire somebody that does know. So like, I was great at interviewing, but I sucked at branding. I sucked at um, logos. So I hired somebody that does. So that was one thing I would say is definitely... If, if you're not good at something, find somebody that's great at it and have them do the best part. Like Gary says, you know, do the things, triple down on the things you're great at and hire somebody for the things that you suck at. Yeah, it's true. Going out and finding someone that is better at designing stuff or, you know, editing or whatever it is that you need done. Like I, I suck at making websites, so I hired someone to make um, do the websites for me. So... There you go for that. Um, now, the final question. We know you have a book out. So I'm going to ask you to refrain from pr- promoting your book right now. You can promote it after. <laughs> but what's one book, because you've read thousands and thousands of books, that you would suggest or you would offer uh, if, if someone asks you, hey, what's a good book to start with my journey into entrepreneurship? All right. I'm going to have to do two. Sorry. That's, <laughs> hey, two is fine. I have no problem with that. I'm rereading them. Uh, right now one is how to influence people how to make friends and influence people by uh mr carnegie mm-hmm. and then also crushing it by gary vaynerchuk because it'll teach you how to use every single platform n- out there today facebook instagram twitter musically or tiktok so make sure you get those two books Excellent. I love it. All right, Richard, uh, I'm going to jump off the screen here and I'm going to let you have the full screen and let us know where we can find you, get in contact with you and where we can find your podcast. Okay. Yep. 
Hey guys, I just want to say thank you for hanging out with us today. Um, if you want to find me, all you go to your search bar, put in hashtag the comeback coach, the comeback coach. It'll come up on all my social media. And if you want t-shirts, hats, swag, um, and my book, uh, it's called a hero's journey from darkness to light. It's on Amazon Kindle. It's for 99 cents and a hundred percent of the proceeds go to help people that are struggling with mental health issues. So that's, that's me. If you want to find me, hashtag the comeback coach. And my tagline is everybody loves a comeback story today. It's your day. I love that. I love it. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank Richard, the comeback coach himself for being a guest. Uh, make sure you check out his podcast vertical momentum because it is an amazing podcast uh, i'll link the episode that i'm on because i want to promote that episode a lot more but ladies and gentlemen uh again thank you to richard thank you for tuning in make sure you check out the uh the show notes for all the links to get in contact with richard and get his swag i am the podcast mogul phil better he's the comeback coach i wish you all a great day and invest in yourself